Hey there, welcome to another episode of 9 Minute Big Life Experience. Uh, If this is the first time you've joined me, welcome. Um, Basically the gist of this is that I want to like condense and summarize an experience either myself or one of my guests have had into 9 minutes. Um, And the reason being is we're all so time poor that anything longer than 10 minutes just seems to get kind of put to the side. I mean I've got some terrible examples of things that I should be doing um, that only take 10 minutes long like meditating but I always find other things to do. Uh, so here's hoping that in nine minutes I can like completely distill down a story into something that either entertains or informs or helps you live a better life. Cool. Uh, so on this episode what I thought I would talk about is a time where I got busted for buying hashish in India. Um, so this was back in 2007 and I was backpacking around East Asia and uh, India with a really good mate of mine, Ben, and uh, we'd got to, um, uh, we're in New Delhi and we were waiting, uh, sorry, Ben had just gone to grab a bit of a, a sleep during the middle of the day and I thought actually I want to go and get stoned. So I walked down one of these streets and uh, you know, it's it's a typical street in, in one of these big megalopolises, is that what they're called? Anyway, massive cities uh, where there's just tuk-tuks everywhere, there's people everywhere, there's sights, there's smells, just you name it. Anyway, I must have a sign flashing above my head because a tuk-tuk driver looks at me and he says, oh, do you want to buy hashish? I say, yeah, absolutely, let's do this. So I jump in the back of his tuk-tuk, and if you don't know what one of those are, get a visual off Google, um, and then, you know, we drive off for about 10 or 15 minutes. We pull up on, the, on this road uh, where there's no one else, and then he he takes off. Um, five or so minutes later, uh, I'm I'm sitting in the back of this tuk tuk, and then he pops his head around and he throw he gives all this stuff to me, this hashish, and then I hold it and I think, and he's clearly got a panicked look on his face. And then before I can even kind of think, there's a cop there, and the cop's beating him, you know, whacking him up. Um, so whacking this guy. Uh, beside the tuk-tuk on the outside of the of the little cab that I'm in. So I grab the hash and I stuck it I stick it behind my head. And then uh, after a little bit of um, like these guys are talking in uh, in a language I don't understand. And then uh, then the guy says to me, okay we're in trouble, you need to get out. So at this stage I'm shitting my pants. I'm super scared. I can normally maintain a, a reasonable decorum about myself, but in this instance, it's all gone. Um, I get out and the cop gestures for my passport. So I give him my passport and he writes stuff down and then uh, he gives it back to me. Now, I know I've completely lost uh, my ability to think because when I when I go to sit back down in the tuk-tuk, my legs actually give out from under me. I, I've, I, you know, they've, they're gone. So... I, I end up kind of slumping back into this little car uh, and then prop myself up and then we get told the the driver or the dealer has to get in so he's in the far side, I'm in the middle and the cop's sitting beside me, we're all in the back of this little tuk-tuk and there's a lot of conversation going on, um, the dealer's panicked, uh, I'm panicking, I'm saying what's going on, he said you know, uh, we're, gonna, we're in trouble, we're going to get 10 years for this, you know, this is 10 years in prison, my heart is racing a thousand miles an hour, and I'm saying to him, no, no, I, 
and you know, excuse the, the phrases, but I'm, I basically said to him, no, no, I wanted to get a prostitute. I wanted to get a hooker. I, I don't know why you've come back with drugs. And he said, you know, no, he knows this is bullshit. Um, and so I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, sweating bullets. Uh, and then slowly but surely I start to kind of regain my faculties. And then I said to him, I look at the deal and I say, how much is it going to cost me to get out of this problem? Because I'm thinking, right, I need to start bribing my way out of this situation. Uh, he took, he looks at the um, the cop, and then after a bit of conversation, he says, "This is going to cost ten thousand rupees." Now, at the time, ten thousand rupees was about four hundred New Zealand dollars, which was probably about two hundred US. Now, my mass has never been a strong suit, but if I'm going to do ten years in a prison in India or I'm going to pay 400 New Zealand dollars, yeah, I'm pretty sure I already know which one I want to choose. So, okay, let's do this. Um, so I said, right, I don't have the money on me, let's go to a cash machine. We drive to the cash machine, and then when we get out, the, dealers, the dealer and the cop are talking, and then the dealer says, you have to get a receipt from the ATM. And I'm thinking, fuck, if I get a receipt from this ATM, I'm going to get cleaned out here. So I go up there, I withdraw the money and I come back and the dealer say, no, no, you have to get the receipt, you have to get the receipt. And I'm like, no way is that going to happen. I climb back into the tuk-tuk, we resume our positions in the back, you know, dealer, me, the cop. And then I'm holding this money and then I, I look at the dealer and I said, you have to give him this money. I'm not going to give this to him. And the reason I'm not going to give him this money to him, in my mind, is I'm thinking, if I give this cop this money, then he's just going to catch me for bribing him anyway. So I force the money onto the dealer and he gives the cop the, the money and then uh, you know the cop goes through it, he's asking for the receipt, I'm saying you're not getting one uh, and then after that the cop looks at him and they, they kind of had this conversation and then the dealer turns to me and he says okay well where do you want to get dropped off? Man I can't tell you how happy I was to have that kind of conversation. Uh, that tail end of it anyway. So he, I, I say, yeah, drop me off up at these lights um, that are further up the road. So they take me up to the lights and then the dealer gives me the hash that I'd purchased, you know, I'd already paid for. Uh, and I'm so, I'm such a wreck that I can't even hold it in my hands. Like I can't even, I can't even actually put it in my hands to pocket it and instead, I kind of push it away from my body with both of my hands open, and it just falls onto the ground. I mean, this is a really meek effort I've put forward here. Um, but in any case, uh, they, you know, they very kindly stop off at the lights, and I get out, and then I'm kind of stumbling back across the road. And within 30 seconds, I realize that they drop me off pretty much right in the same place that the dealer had picked me up in the first instance. I'm like, man, this is just the best thing that's happening to me right now. I'm, I'm so glad to be out of that situation. Uh, I get back, get back and see Ben, regale him with this story, and yeah, my life carries on, and I end up doing a whole bunch of other crazy stuff uh, and you know other episodes that I can talk to you about and I can share them. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was the time that I got busted with hashish in India. Now, interesting footnote, is that at the time, 
I was swimming in this situation, right? I couldn't see anything but what was happening to me. In hindsight, much, much later down the track, I looked back and thought, shit, I think I'd actually been hustled. You know, the cop and the dealer were actually in this together. They may have been, they may not have been. But like I said, at the time and in that moment, I couldn't see anything else other than uh, 10 years in an Indian jail. All right, I'll pause it at that, leave it on that footnote. Um, I think the learning out of that, though, is that even in the, the, the midst of that situation, I was still able to gather my thoughts, as I said, and not hand over the receipt and, and kind of start to process my way through that situation. All right, that to me proves that no matter the situation you're in, there's always going to be a way that you can process your way out of it. All right, 8 minutes, 50 seconds, pushing pause there. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch up soon.